I've had a number of conversations, even in the past couple of months, with with church leaders who've said, at the moment we're spending whatever it is, two thousand pounds a a month uh, renting a building. I wonder what it what 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 we could get as a mortgage. Great, and well, you know, our team will happily have that conversation and say, well, based on your uh, your current level of gift income, based on your uh, current you know, level of expenditure, yeah. taking yeah. out the rental because presumably that would uh, that would cease if you yes, were to buy a yeah. building. Yeah. Um, uh, this is the sort of level that you might be able to get a mortgage at. Welcome to Independence, the FIEC podcast. My name is Adrian Reynolds. I'm the head of national ministries for the FIEC. And I'm joined today by Paul Horton. Hello, Paul. Hello, Adrian. Thanks nice for to joining you. us from Sheffield today. I am from Sheffield. So you've come down the train line. I have. Um, uh, yes, um, I've uh, been in, although I don't have a Yorkshire accent. You don't have a Yorkshire I, accent. But I have, uh, um, uh, with my family, we've been in Sheffield for 20 years now, almost. Okay. And um, having moved from London. And you work for Kingdom Bank. I do. Tell us, first of all, what you do for Kingdom Bank, and then we'll... You, Tell us a little bit about Kingdom Bank. Hmm. Um, my title is Chief Executive, so I, I run the team. Uh, I head up the uh, all that we do in terms of um, thinking about strategy and plans and, uh, and and growing the business in particular. We'll come on to that maybe in a minute. Um, and uh, we have a, a team of thirty five people or so, and uh, based in Nottingham. Great. And Kingdom Bank has a great is a great story behind it, isn't it? How it came into being or how it morphed into its present its present form. So just tell us briefly that story because it's good for people to hear, I think. Mm. People know perhaps, have heard about Kingdom Bank, perhaps don't realise the backstory so much. Just tell us a little bit about about how it came into being. Sure. I mean, it's a wonderful story of gospel partnership, really. Um, If you go back 60 plus years, uh, an innovative uh, pastor from Assemblies of God churches um, thought or realised that there were some churches in the group that uh, had money and other churches in the group which wanted to buy buildings. And, uh, and so he set up a trust um, to sit between them, uh, to enable gospel partnership between those churches, right. between those congregations, so that those with money could lend to, uh, to those which wanted buildings. And, uh, and that happened for, you know, for the next 40 years. And then what, what happened then? So, well, at that, point, at that point, it became, so it wasn't Kingdom Bank then, but then about 20 years ago, roughly, it, uh, due to you know, regulatory changes and all those sort of things, it, uh, it became Kingdom Bank. Uh, and, and is a fully regulated bank, just like right, okay. some, which is no small thing, is it, for a, no, for a bank to be fully regulated? N- not, not at all. Uh, it's um, you know we're regulated in the same way that HSBC and Barclays and, right, and others okay. are uh, okay. by the uh, by the Bank of England and yep. uh, other regulators as well. And um, uh, so yes, having a banking license is is a is a is a, a kind of rare thing. <laughs> Only banks have them, and uh, the, that limits what uh, you know what uh, what we can do. Uh, or it's, it um, it allows us to do what we can, what we can do as a bank. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, also, it also means, doesn't it, that you're that um, I mean, perhaps we're getting ahead of ourselves here, mm. but but you, there is a certain level of liquidity, a certain level of um, of uh, going concern that is that is checked by the by the Bank of England. So, so it's, it, but, if I bank with Kingdom, I'm, what I'm yeah. trying to get to is if I, <laughs> if I give you my money, it's yeah. safe. It, it, absolutely, <laughs> yes, um, and um, so. Um, People might have come across the um, Financial Services Compensation Scheme, FSCS. Uh, That is the scheme which exists for all banks. Uh, It's exactly the same across all banks. Um, And uh, that basically protects for for individuals and for uh, smaller uh, organisations, particularly smaller charities, um, uh, which would include most churches, probably 
all churches in the UK, I suspect, um, would be covered by that. And that protects uh, the first £85,000 right, that you've okay. got, which basically means that if the bank went under, which is not yeah. going to happen, clearly, uh, but if the bank went under, then you'd get that £85,000 okay. back very quickly um, uh, through the compensation right. scheme. Well, we'll come back to savings. Um, yeah. I, I want to hear a bit more of the story mm, uh, as yeah. to how Kingdom Bank became the Kingdom Bank it is today. Mm-hmm because some significant things happened along the way. Yeah, so um, we were up to 20 years ago, became a bank, and for the for that, for the next 18 years, roughly, it it existed as uh, as Kingdom Bank, owned by Assemblies of God still, as that uh, that denomination. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, for various reasons, uh, mainly because they didn't have the capital to put into it, to, to grow, uh, it, um, it became uh, available um, as a, uh, you know, to be bought. Yep. And, uh, and a group of uh, entrepreneurial, evangelical investors thought it would be great for the evangelical churches of the UK to have a bank uh, to serve them with, in particular lending. We'll come on to that uh, maybe later. Um, and uh, and they, they clubbed together, together with Stewardship, the, the charity, um, and uh, uh, to put together um, uh, about £8 million, basically, to buy the bank um, and to, to put a sufficient into it, both to buy it and to put sufficient capital into it to enable it to grow right. And, right. Uh, and serve churches. So, uh, And then um, uh, some of the people who, uh, well, many of the people at the bank still are, are the people who were there before, uh, but uh, the, uh, in the, um, uh, we've got quite a few new people in terms of leadership and, and management, um, and, uh, and we're growing as well as we're serving more and more churches. And um, there have been lots of changes as well, which, which mean that we're now more affordable for lending for churches. And, um, uh, you know, we're here to, to help churches grow. Right. And why do, why do we need a Christian bank? Um, you know, I, I, I buy my milk from Sainsbury's, not a Christian cow. Um, you know, why do I need a Christian bank? Bank one, I just go to HSBC or Barclays or mm. other lenders are available. Yeah, um, you know, what is it that's special about a, a, a Christian bank? It, uh, I'm speaking as a, you know, I'm I'm a church leader. Yeah, thinking perhaps about buying a building or doing some some big project. Why is a Christian bank important? Well, if I can just uh, hold you there in terms of the, you know, the two things which people think about of banks, most most people either think about borrowing money or they think about depositing money, yeah, you know, yeah. savings. Yeah. Uh, and those two things are really important from a bank's point of view because they have to grow together if a bank's going right. to grow. So um, just for, for those who don't understand, we're both. Um, well, you're a chartered accountant. I'm a I'm a ex chartered accountant. I have to say that. Um, but so so we kind of understand a little bit about finance. Mm. But basically, the way banks work is they. Um, have have people save with them so yep. that there are deposits and then they can lend that money to others. Yes, so that's, that's two sides of the that's, kind of That's exactly scales, right. Really. For some bigger banks, they they are much more complicated in terms of what they do. Sure. For, for what you've just described is exactly what we do. Yep. Okay. And the level of savings we therefore have as a ratio has, has always got to be greater than the the level of uh, of lending that we're right, doing. Okay. So, okay. so maintaining that, le- that that ratio is really important. So as our lending is going up, our savings need to go up. No, that, that's, right. That's, so that's, so that's in, in very simple terms, someone gives me, you know, £100 um, from their savings, I can lend a proportion of that. To, so to let's say we're going to lend 80, 80 pounds. Okay, right, right. Got you, yeah. got you. Okay, so um, where were we? Um, so why a Christian bank? So why a Christian bank? Well, um, so if you were to, listen, we're thinking about the lending side, really. Yeah. So if we, if you go to your high street bank, uh, many are, are available, different brands. If you go to your high street bank and you say, we'd like to borrow some money to, let's um, do, to buy a, a new building which okay. to meet yep. and then to do it up um and and they'll say yeah great let's let's talk about that okay. they'll be interested in two things they're interested in uh, so, they're not we, gonna, so they're not going to turn you away straight away 
Well, just because you're a church, they might do. They might okay. be a little. They'll probably be hesitant for the reasons right, we'll okay. come on to. Okay, but they might just say, you know, let's sit, yep. let's sit down and have a conversation. And and they're interested in two things. All banks are interested in two things when it comes to to, to borrowing money for a property. One is the valuation of the property, and the right. other is the affordability, right. whether you can meet the repayments of the of a mortgage. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, but and let's think about the second of those, the affordability. What you'll do in the same way that you would if you were buying a house to get, get a mortgage, you'd present them with your income and your expenditure, your monthly kind of income and expenditure. And, and you do that for a church and the, you know, the big number at the top there in the income is gift income. Yep. And the bank will say, well, they won't say because they understand that this, you know, how things work. But they'll, they'll say, you know, oh, well, you know, how, how much of that is committed for the next, you know, 10 years? Mm. You'll say, well, people could stop giving next month. And they'll they say, oh, move away or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So generally speaking, at that point, banks are not interested. Uh, most banks are not interested because they they can't see the 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 the, um, the certainty of your income yeah, stream. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what we specialize in. So our specialty is is gift income um, and and it, and pledges as well. So gift income not yet received and not okay. yet banked. Um, uh, Which so, is how typically a church would go about a, yeah. a big project. They yeah. would say, you know. Um, who's going to give more and who's going to pledge to give more. Mm. So that would be something that you would look at and, and take into account. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. So um, so if if you're going to, if you've got a, a building where you've got a rental income stream, then a high street bank will have confidence. Okay. And, and if you've got a sufficient yeah. rental income stream yeah. that that enables you to get the lending that you need, then actually the high street bank will probably be cheaper than we will. Mm. Okay. Um, and presumably... Um, it's the nature of the property as well. Mm-hmm. And the problem with building a big church building is it can't be used for a huge, huge number of different things. Um, if I was buying a residential property, yeah. um, presumably that's more attractive to a bank because over, over time, residential property has increased in value. Um, it ten, tends not to fall away quite so all, much. All banks, including ourselves, we are um, we are happy with, happier with residential property okay. than, than, than okay. well, what we, what we would call commercial property, which yeah. is basically anything which is not resident, residential. Right, okay. So your church meeting... You know, space is a from our point of view or any bank's point of view is a commercial property, not okay. a residential property. Okay. We just have those two. And types. is that a more volatile market? It is a more volatile market. It goes up and down a lot. And yeah. and, uh, and I mean, in our, in our current market, um, uh, you know, residential property. When we're recording this, you know. People, um, newspapers are talking about the potential for house prices dropping because of the current yeah, yeah, economic yeah. environment. But because of the lack of supply of residential property, we we all know that on a on a kind of ten year basis, residential property will continue to increase in value over over that time. Yeah, so okay. so we can be very um, uh, confident. Banks can be very um, confident in, in in residential property, and yeah. therefore typically will lend more. Uh, lent a higher amount yes, against yeah, okay. a residential Got property. Got it. So, Got it. so um, if you, in case people are wanting to do their calculations, we will we will typically lend for for our best rates. We'll typically lend seventy percent of the value of a res, of a of a residential property and sixty uh, percent of the value of, okay. a, of a commercial property. Okay. We will go up up above that. Um, I'm happily go below that as well, um, but um, but the, for, the, for the kind of for the rates, for okay. kind of the, the yeah. most of the work, yeah. most of the lending that we do is at sixty percent of commercial, seventy yeah. percent of residential. Okay, can we just go back to just mm. the first principles a little bit? Um, I, I guess there is a there's a kind of um, there's there's a thinking in churches. You know, should we have a mortgage at all? Yeah. Um, you know, a loan that feels a bit like you know, hang on a minute, aren't we supposed to be no man's debtor? Um, what, what's the place in church life for churches thinking about loans and, and financing? You know, should, should, shouldn't we only do building projects when we've got all the money? 
ready well, to go. Could I, well, um, I, and I've just um, I've just finished being, finished being treasurer of my uh, my my church for the where okay. I've been treasurer. They, for the, for the past, can you just clear up? Did they the throw the, you out, the, or <laughs> did you did you just come to no, a natural after end? After fifteen years, after fifteen years, we um, we, uh, we I I thought that it was probably good for somebody else. To, okay, to, uh, to so you hadn't embezzled the funds or anything so like no, that. Okay. No, not at all. Um, uh, I think there are probably a number of points there to, to think about. One one is um, you know maybe maybe a kind of uh, you might find this a, an amusing story as as I. Um, as I was looking at the the role of being chief executive of Kingdom Bank, um, I thought I probably better be clear what the Bible says about usury, okay, and, yep. uh, and, yeah. and whether it's appropriate to be charging yep. interest because that's yep. the basis on which Indeed. banks work. So Indeed. I did do some reading on that and felt it was a you know and okay. was happy to apply for the job. Um, we won't go into that anymore at this point, okay. but it is that's an important point for Christians to be clear on. Yeah. Um, there's then the question of um, uh, yeah, is it appropriate for Christians to be in in debt and um, what we're what we're really talking about when we're talking talking about a, a kind of typically a thirty year loan for a church to buy a building or renovate a building or whatever, um, we're we're really um, it's a, it's a little bit similar to buying your buying your house as opposed to sure. renting your yeah. house. Yeah. So um, uh, you could uh, and and over a thirty year term for a lot of churches, you'll find that they'll find that renting uh, that the cost of paying the mortgage on that building will be similar to renting a building okay uh, clearly some churches get a very good deal and it's a low rent and whatever they yeah, in, yeah. in, in a community yeah. center they might be using but for for most churches uh typically we're finding that they're coming to us saying we're renting and paying i don't know uh, you know two thousand pounds a month for the whatever we're using and and to get a similar uh, uh, the building up the road that they'd like to buy actually somewhere in the same region they, they'd be able to get a mortgage for over the next 30 right, years okay. after yeah. that 30 yeah. years the building is theirs, yep. and yep. Uh, you know belongs to the to the next generation. So it ends up almost so, being good stewardship. Yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, and that's how how we would perceive yeah. it. We understand that there are churches, some churches, for good reasons, are renting renting property. If I can make another point as well, one of the reasons why the investors got together and bought the bank is because they were very clear that that the number of churches doing but needing to buy and renovate buildings over the next few years is is increasing particularly driven by the p- change in uh, the political climate and the the fact that um we are less and less a christian country yeah, yeah. Uh, um uh public buildings may be much less available to churches in the future um to to rent a lot of churches in the country will will um uh, rent schools yes, um, and yeah. uh, but the the days of that may maybe maybe yes. challenge well, we're already hearing so, anecdotally that in individual schools that's more and more difficult yeah. and a, um, and a head teacher doesn't need much to be able, you know they only no. need three or four letters from from parents to say oh I, you know I don't like yeah. you know don't like that church renting your church, your your school on a sunday and they just say no they don't have need to have the law uh, to back them up on that necessarily and at the same time there are more opportunities for for buying buildings coming up, mm. ex church buildings, yes, um, and not just ex church buildings, yeah. So some more innovative. Tell us, tell us some of the innovative things that people are doing with with buildings, just um, to kind of whet our appetite. Yeah, no, sure. Um, so so uh, kind of former 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 church buildings. If you start with those, yes. have, have yeah. traditionally been very popular, um, yeah. and uh, you know URC buildings and, and the like. Uh, increasingly, we've um, over and if the, they're over, listed, by the way, um, they they can be a bargain. Because they, if, they, if they can't be used for other purposes, yeah, they can they can yeah. be a bargain, and they can yeah. also but they can also seem like a bargain when actually they're quite expensive. I'll just okay. explain that. So, yeah, do so. So I, you know, recently we were working with a church which was looking to buy a uh, which had the opportunity to buy a, a um, a, an old URC building in a in a in a 
um, a fishing village on the northeast coast, and uh, they could buy the building for about fifty fifty thousand pounds. Right, well, you know, wonderful yeah, bargain. Yeah. But of course, when they'd done the work, you had a survey around and identified all the asbestos and problems that they were going to have. They were right. going to have to spend half a million pounds on it to do it up. Okay. At which point. The valuation point of view, this, this is a slightly techie, but at that point, the valuation of that building would probably only be maybe £150,000, okay. which means we can only lend very little against yeah. that. So it actually becomes yeah. quite hard. We, we're trying to do some innovative work on you know gospel partnership yeah. between churches to enable that kind of project to get off the ground. But it's problematic. So that empty building down the road may be a really good option for you. And we, and we know some stories like that, but actually but, it, it but requires maybe, a bit more thought. But maybe an empty retail outlet down okay. the road uh, uh, on the high street or, yeah. or um, you know, an empty um, car showroom down the road, uh, which, you know, increasingly those as vehicles go electric over the next few years, the expectation is that there's going to be much more just buying online uh, uh, rather than necessarily having to have a showroom. Yeah. Um, so, um, so car showrooms and retail outlets are definitely two. two and they're often simpler buildings, up. aren't they, in terms they're of construction buildings, they're, they're, and, and that sort of thing? They're built such that you can you know, add partitions wherever you yeah. like. They, yeah. they don't tend to have pillars and walls and you know those yeah. in, in the in the centre of the building, which makes it make it problematic. So, so often those are, are are really quite exciting. They're not necessarily the buildings you might where people think of. Oh, you it's know, not going to win an architectural award, probably. Unlikely, next, unlikely. Uh, but they might building. be. They might be beautifully positioned, potentially with car parking space yeah. where people can, uh, you know, people come yep. to that, and also with multi-purpose use during the week as well. Yeah. Um, not necessarily yep. just for the for the church family to to come together and meet for their small groups or meet meet for their you know on their Sunday meetings and and their prayer meetings and stuff. Actually, there's the opportunity and probably to, stuff like disabled access yeah, and stuff all, all of that already, kind of already, yeah. provided. Yeah. But potentially the, the the opportunity to yes. to rent them out for other for for other groups to use. This this may be a techie question to which you don't know the answer. In which case, feel free to say don't know the answer. Do, do churches buying those kind of units get get change of use easily? Uh, I think what. Certainly, from our experience, it has varied uh, around the country. Okay, depends depending on, the on what the local authority is, yeah. what their yeah. what their view is. And, but but actually, local authorities are very keen. they local authorities. Many of them are are pretty desperate about their high streets, and they would love community use buildings. You know, if they they yeah. want footfall into their high streets, and if your if your church is saying, "No, we'll bring people on," a, you know, we'll bring people over the weekend, and we'll run and a also, group and we'll a run all seniors sort of drop-in yeah, centre right. and whatever. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. so so um, generally speaking, uh, local authorities, unless they're dead set against churches, can be persuaded that in yeah. you know, a community activity uh, uh, um, operations are, so are actually, a really good thing. Walk up and down your high street. Yeah, yeah. Walk around, see, see what there is. Go and see what's available. There's, there, I mean, uh, the, the, um, if you see vacant properties, lots, lots of them will be lease, uh, lease, lease yeah, properties, yeah. not necessarily ones you can buy. Right. Um, um, but you know, do some investigation. Uh, try to find out who owns the property, and yeah. uh, and and you know, is the potential for yeah for that okay. to be fine. Now, um, so I'm 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 looking for church building. Um, I'm you know we're in a twelve year old church plant. We're meeting in a rented property. Um, or in fact, another church building that we're kind of sort of piggybacking on, I guess, in the afternoons. Um, you know, I, I've been walking down the high street. I've seen that the old, um, uh, you know, the old Peacocks is up for sale. Peacocks seems to have gone into administration. Um, so no more cheap socks. And um, I'm thinking, oh, that's an interesting building. I go and have a look at it. Um, is that the moment I get in contact with you? Or do you want to hear from me at a, some other stage in the process? What, what, at what stage are you going to be useful to me as a church leader? Uh, we, um, well, we'd happily have the conversation at, at any point. But I, that, the point 
or, or the the opportunity for a conversation is is, is well before that. Right. Um, so because it, well, because you might be thinking, um, what can we afford as okay. a as a as a church? I, you know, or you might be thinking. So I might be thinking at the moment. Well, we can only afford to rent. Yeah, because it, a reasonably small church. So, so I've had a number of conversations, even in the past couple of months, with with church leaders who've said, at the moment we're spending whatever it is, two thousand pounds a a month uh, renting a building. I wonder what it what 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 we could get as a mortgage. Great, and um, well, you know, our team will happily have that conversation and say, yeah. well, based on your uh, your current level of gift income, based on your uh, current, you know, level of expenditure, yeah. taking yeah. out the rental because presumably that would uh, that would cease if you yes, were to yeah, buy a building. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this is the sort of level that you might be able to get a mortgage at, and okay. uh, and therefore you can you can know well we could you know we could borrow three hundred thousand pounds or we could borrow one point five million pounds or you know whatever it happens to be depending on the size of your of your church, and um, uh, and then you can think through what you know what that would mean whether you'd need to raise additional funds, um, additional gift income. Uh, or whether you could actually cover it with what you're currently paying your rent, mm. and so we'd happily have that conversation, maybe two years in, two years in advance of finding the right building. And and actually, what we found over the past couple of years is there are some buildings uh, where um, they come on the market and they go very quickly. You know, within two months or something, there's a there's a deadline date, and and it's slightly. It's sad when we end up having a conversation with a church and they just haven't thought about it. Yeah. And they're yeah. saying, oh, you know, this has just come up on, the, we've got three weeks to make an offer. And, and they're scrabbling around trying to, trying to get the mortgage from us sorted out, trying to find the, um, you know, some, some additional soft loans from members of the church family who might cover the yeah. kind of additional yeah. amount. And, um, and they just don't have very much time to do it. Whereas doing a bit of planning in advance, having setting up a little you know, committee of, of, of subcommittee of whatever your your governance structure is, your trustees to to um, uh, to to think through what are the opportunities for where we might like to be as a church yep. in the next five okay. to ten years, and then come to us and have a conversation. And that doesn't bind you to us, and you know we'll tell you what it would cost in the current climate to uh, to, to borrow the money. But uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't tie tie you to us. But we we are a, we're a team. All our lending team are Christians. In fact, all our um, all our customer facing people, all our leadership and our management are Christians. Not right. everyone in the bank, okay. but uh, all of those people okay. are Christians uh, who um, would delight be delighted to have a conversation. That's really good to hear. Let, let's talk about one more thing to do with borrowing before we come to savings because we do mm. want to get onto savings. Um, so this is kind of all you know, new building. Um, uh, plants looking for buildings, that sort of kind, those kinds of things. And um, what if what if we're an existing building? We want to expand, we want to redevelop, we want to you know build an extension. Mm. I mean, this is all sounds like you know kind of big bazookas, you know, kind of the the big new projects. Do do you work in that sort of area as well? In terms, yes, of- absolutely. So I, 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 there's a there's a um, I, I'm not going to mention customer names for obvious reasons. Yeah, sure. But there's a yeah. but there's a, a an FIEC church uh, who we've worked with recently who have developed a building um, uh, to make it more uh, accessible, uh, kind of disabled access right, friendly, right. Um, just warmer. Uh, kind of more insulation and yes. and, and I like the sound of that. All those kind of things uh, to to to, uh, to basically bring bring a building uh, that they already had up to up to scratch right. and okay. uh, make it available and usable okay. for for people welcoming welcoming place to do gospel ministry yeah. on a. And the same week. principles are going to apply in, in yeah, those sort of circumstances. Yeah, it's exactly the yeah. same. Same. So, the, 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 yes, the, the short answer is we do development funding. That's the right, kind of okay. the technical term. Um, so, if you wanted to borrow, um, you know, whatever it is. Three hundred thousand pounds or a million pounds to to do that, uh, do that project, and then just you know 
at the early stages of having that conversation, come and chat with us and and okay. and see what we could do. Now let's talk about savings because you're not going to lend anything without savings. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is kind of the other piece of the the, the jigsaw, the other side of the scale. Um, what's what services are available to churches? So, so I, I guess churches on the whole, um, uh, you know, there'll be some churches that have got very little in the bank. They're, they're operating at, at the margin, I guess. But there will be some churches perhaps haven't had a pastor for a few years. They've built up a bank. And maybe there's 100,000 in the bank. And maybe there's 60,000, 70,000 or, or even more in the bank. Um, uh, what, should, what should church leaders be thinking about if they've if they've got sort of large savings mm. that aren't actually at the moment being used? Perhaps they're being yeah. saved for another moment or whatever it well, is. I think, I mean, for all of it, both churches and as individuals, um, it, good good stewardship is not just thinking about uh, where am I going to give my money away? It's thinking about where am I currently using the money which I have in the bank? And I think we're not very good at that. I think that's a, I mean, if I'm honest, before I started working at Kingdom Bank, I'd, I'd not really thought about that. No. And um, and uh, and if you've got £100,000 sitting in the bank and it's sitting in a you know one of our four named uh, high street banks um, and it's earning a, a small amount of interest, then... It will be what? What is it? What is it achieving there? Well, yep. it's helping yep. that bank fund whatever businesses that bank is involved in funding, yeah. and uh, a nice which, office in Canary Wharf. Well, <laughs> you said that, not me. But, um, <laughs> but um, uh, whereas, you put it bluntly, if it's if it's with us, it's funding gospel ministry. Um, that's because that's what we do. Um, so um, we would, uh, and I mean, to come back to the kind of. The, the, where we started, the kind of story of the bank, what's happened over the past two years. The, the, the massively exciting thing is that um, we are we are growing very quickly, but we are being but our growth is being driven by our lending growth because right. churches are, are are cottoning on to the kind of things we're talking about today and, and are coming to us and and we're having um, so up to two years ago we typically were lending as a bank uh, maybe three four hundred thousand pounds a month. In, in in mortgages uh, yeah. in lending, uh, now we're typically lending uh, between uh, one and a half and two million pounds a month. Right. Okay. So so um, you know we've we've multiplied four five yep. times yep. what we're doing in lending, which is brilliant. And and most of that m- much of that is in is is in uh, to, in funding churches. We also we haven't talked about uh, ministers' housing as well, but the, the, we do that as well. Um, but that growth. In the lending side, given the kind of ratio stuff that we talked about before, has to be um, balanced uh, with the or met by the the deposit accounts yeah. as well. Okay. So, uh, and that's a harder thing for, from our point of view because persuading people that they might want to come and talk to us about a lending project they've got, a, 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 a you know, a lending need, a borrowing need that they've got, that's that's quite easy. People kind of jump on the phone sure. and yeah. want to have yeah. that conversation, yeah. and you know, we're delighted with that. Persuading people to think differently about their money. Uh, churches and and or individuals, um, and to think about the hundred thousand pounds or or the five thousand pounds that they've got in the bank, which is in their reserves, which which they could hold with us, is that's a much harder sell. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, but it's it's very exciting because it's all about gospel partnership. It comes back so to, to, so where to be the clear, this bank is started. not just churches, organisations, this is individuals as well. Very much so. Can yeah. save with Kingdom yes. Bank. So of our of our current customers. Probably two thirds are individuals and a third are right. churches and Christian and charities. There's an effort. We can talk about this one because this is public. There's an FIZ church recently that's that's taken that step, which is Knighton. And there's mm. a story on your website. We'll put the link in the story notes on the bottom of the um, yes. of, of and, the podcast that have they've just done, done yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Because most most churches, which well, ch- churches are charities, and most churches will have a level of reserves that they they 
have to maintain as yeah, part of yeah. their um, uh, their reserves policy for, for the, the charity commission. Uh, now that won't necessarily mean that you know it may be difficult to to, to be meeting the month to month bills, particularly mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, but uh, but most churches will have a level of reserves, and whether that is one thousand pounds, five thousand pounds, or fifty or five hundred thousand um, pounds. You know, if we can, uh, we can provide a, a great home for that, and it would be doing gospel yeah, ministry yeah. or helping to support gospel ministry in terms of the the, the lending that we've talked about. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of churches are sitting on money because they think we're, we're saving it for a rainy day. Um, well, so there is, it is it is a rainy day, isn't it? <laughs> Around the well, country, yeah, and that, that money could be going to good use. Yeah, well, so, so churches will have different different um, kind of pots of money, won't they? Yeah. They'll have they they will have the level of reserves they need to to run things week to week. And that needs to be in their current account. Sure. And, and we don't provide current accounts. So I can be yeah. upfront about that, <laughs> explicitly yeah. about that. We don't provide current accounts. What we do provide is deposit accounts um, uh, and, and savings accounts for people. So, um, but above that level of, you know, what we need to run the week to week, month to month, you know, pay, paying people and, 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 and paying the rent. Above that, most churches, because of their reserves policy requirements, will have a level of reserves, which is their, which is their, um, kind of regulatory requirement legal like a rainy day fund yeah that's yeah. that that increasingly churches are putting that money with us which is wonderful and then churches on top of that will have uh, will be saving money for different things so some some churches will be saving money just because they don't have a pastor at the moment and therefore sure. they're, they're accruing funds yeah. and presumably they'll be thinking about what they might do with that in the future other churches will be um, uh, saving money perhaps over a three or four year period to do a building project which they've got planned. And then at that point, often that they'll put that, that money towards the building project as well as taking a mortgage from us to fill up the kind of rest of the other, the, the rest in gap, the, um, the, the kind of gap in, in, the, in the, um, the funding requirements. Yeah. And yeah. so we, we see churches putting money with us on a, you know, as they grow a fund over a three year period before they, they, they do the building project. We see other churches just keeping that level of, of, of their kind of regulatory reserves with us on an ongoing basis. And they can always draw that down. So we, we've got a, uh, you know, I'm not here to sell particular products, but if you look on our website, you can, you can, um, you can, we, we have reserves, uh, uh, deposit accounts where you can, we have, you know, there's a 90 day account where, where. Sure. Okay. So where, it's, where it's not, can, I've got to give it to you for five years. No, so they can hold it, you know, they can hold it with us for well, 90 day notice basis, but you can always draw down 10,000 pounds. It's a kind of flexible 90 day account, which is particularly helpful for churches okay. we yeah. find. Yeah. And for individuals, you know, if you have got savings, you could be putting it in premium bonds. Um, you could. And, um, you know, getting 25 pounds once a year, or actually you could be putting it to kingdom work. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, you isn't could, that exciting? You know, if, if, if you've decided you're not going to give it away, which obviously is a, is a good thing to do as well, um, but it's needed for a pension or whatever, you know, saving it for something, then actually to, to put it on deposit and have it used for kingdom work, well, uh, great, great news, really. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yes. Paul, thanks very much for joining us. It's been really helpful. And uh, we're going to get you back to talk a little bit more about finance generally in church life, um, which is obviously a really important subject. But thanks really uh, for all you're doing. Thank you for Kingdom Bank and the work uh, that the folks there are doing and uh, bless you in your work and um, this has been Independence FIC podcast uh, do like us uh, rate us if you like us or rate us I guess and uh, we look forward to uh, catching up with you again soon